welcome to episode 137, Redo. Yeah, it's possible that the other day we recorded a whole episode um, and uh, and Girk forgot to hit record. But you know what? Way to throw me under the bus. I love It's not the we. first time. It's not this. Trust me, I've done it before too. This is not the first time this has happened. It's a bummer. Um, and you know what are you gonna do? So, yeah. That's anyway, the story. Can I tell you that my um, my in-laws are coming to stay this week? Great. They come can tomorrow. Can hide your dildo? What are you doing? They've seen my dildo, remember? I know. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who haven't listened to the previous episode, last Christmas, was it last Christmas or the Christmas before? It was last Christmas because yeah. I just got the letter. I just got the letter at the end of February, like the beginning of March, that the fucker was getting out of jail. Those are fun letters. If you've never gotten one of those, those are I super fun letters. I can't say that I have. Those um, are fun anyway, letters. Yeah. Keek's, Keek's house got broken into, and the hooligans who broke into her home to steal hooligans. Things they didn't even get the good stuff. They like were dumb robbers. Dumb robbers. They yeah. um, pulled out her adult toys and laid them, splayed them on the bed. Well, because it was kind shame. of like a yeah. It's a mad dash in my neighborhood. It's a very very common, sadly. Uh, home invasions are very common. And they, they break in in the middle of the day. It's usually a group of two or three. They're normally gang members. Um, it's an older, like, seasoned one. And they have two kind of younger ones. And they convince the younger ones that they won't really get in trouble, which they don't with their first-time offenders. And they get caught, um, I learned, because all three of the fuckers got caught. And the two younger ones really didn't uh, get that much in trouble. And... Um, and they just smash and grab. They try to grab anything small that they can take. So you come home and your house just looks like a tornado hit it. It's really disconcerting and crazy. But, yeah, they basically just kind of dump all drawers. They empty all boxes. And they just go through everything. And, yeah, they got to my, my goody drawer. Yeah, and her in-laws were in town. And so yeah, that's they, awesome. And they, were the ones, and they were the ones to discover the My big chaos. purple vibrator. Yeah, and the, the chaos and the big purple vibrator. And the big purple vibrator. Um, so they've seen that. So no, I'm not worried about putting that away. Yeah. So um, everybody knows. the. Uh, but no, it's. I love having visitors, house guests. It doesn't really bother me. I know. We but it just depends that. on the house guest. So I know when my mother-in-law comes, God bless her. I love her. She's a neat freak. Oh. No, she's not really a neat freak. That's the wrong term. When we stay at her house, she's constantly cleaning. She's just very old school. She did the uppers and the downers and the, you know, her husband got her the black beauty so she could basically stay on top of making sure that she, everything was clean and cooked and the four kids and that, yeah, oh yeah, she, so she was from, she's from that era. The 50s. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. But um, she talks about it openly, it's kind of hilarious. Uh, But now she still has that in her because she's from that era. She gets up at like five in the morning with her husband and makes his lunch. You know, she's got tracers, and, and that's breakfast. just like staying in her system for 20 years. Yeah, for sure. 20. <laughs> 50. Right, um, right, okay. So she cleans all the time. She cleans all the time. And when she comes to our house, our house is, you know, I'm a neat freak, but I'm not necessarily a clean freak. So our house is definitely very neat, but it's not super clean. We clean, you know, we clean the bathrooms and we clean the kitchen, but we're not like, scrubbers like everything isn't completely you know I'm horrible at dusting so the dusting never gets done and um and she doesn't judge I make comments to her before where I'm like oh my I'd god leave it. I'm leave so it sorry no she doesn't she won't do it I have now my friend 
my friend Ava, when her mother-in-law comes into town, her mother-in-law will clean their house top to bottom. Really? And so, oh yeah, she scrubs their house. But no, no, I would not let my mother-in-law clean my house. I, I'm how, kidding. I wouldn't let anyone clean my house. I would either. feel bad. No, I would feel bad. I just feel bad because you know how when you have other people come to your house, all of a sudden you look at your house with fresh eyes and go, holy shit, our house is really messy. Well, or dirty. Our house like, is really... You All of a sudden you see the little dust bunnies in the corner that I'm you're like... Sure. Or the, and the cobwebs. And you're like, I guess I should... Now listen, I'd I'm like, not painting... I'm painting a bleak picture of my house. My house is not oh, a pig's no, eye. I'm sure it's not. I would be like... If she was sitting there looking bored out of her mind, I'd be like, you know, Susan, the blinds could use your caring hands. <laughs> no, I would never do that. I would never do that. I just look at my kitchen and I look and go, okay, I need to... Like the first thing I thought this morning is I need to replace the sponge... And the, you know, and the stuff the around the... in the kitchen? Yeah, because I reused that fucking sponge forever. And she was the one who you actually turned... put it in turned, the dishwasher? And she was the one who turned me on to the, the trick of putting it in the dishwasher. I had never really thought about that before. Okay, so, here's a little tip. Home tip yeah. for the folks at home. The sponge that you use to wash your dishes gets dirty. Lots of bacteria. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Yeah, it's so wet. And it's constantly wet. So it's, you yeah. Know, you can throw it in your dishwasher, if you don't know, and the, the heat from that kills the bacteria on the sponge for yeah, a while. Yeah, so I do that. Oh, it's going to get grungy. But she'll make comments like she'll wipe the counter, and, but yeah. she doesn't like using the sponge because what in her mind, use? sponges are disgusting. So she's she just like with rags. No, she does not. And then she, yeah, because then she uses them. She's used to using like towels, and she, she wipes the counters down. And does everything with rags, and then she washes, and then she, you know, washes the rags. Now I have rags too, but I'm like, no, we just use the sponge. Oh, I'm just not used to, you know. And the entire time she'll like, oh, I have the hiccups. She'll clean the kitchen, and she'll make comments about the sponge. Or, so I have to like try to make sure I but put like a fresh sponge out table? so she doesn't, um, so she doesn't freak out. I just, I just get more stressed about my dirty floor. And my um, undusted shelves when when they come because when are they I don't coming? want her to think that I'm a pigsty. Uh, tomorrow. Uh, I was gonna say, you know, maybe you should like throw a couple shekels aside before she comes, no. and hire a cleaning company to come in and just honestly your floors and, and be done with it. It's not her; it's me. She never says anything, and even as the opposite, she doesn't. I know, even, and I'm she doesn't even care. Charity, why don't you just do it? She doesn't even care because I, I need to mop the floors anyway. We've been, we've been dog sitting my mom's dog, which I think every time we dog sit, it's, I feel like their dog must be getting really old. I feel really bad because he's not really like eating his breakfast as much. He used to just kind of race to the breakfast and eat it. And he, when he gets out of his, we have all hardwood floors and my mom's house has some carpet. So when he gets out of his crate, because he likes to sleep in his crate, he, he's a big dog and he like, his little feet like in his claws slip on the hard wood and I just feel really bad for him and I don't know. I'm thinking out a new motto. Don't care. I, I don't watch other people's dogs anymore because the last dog that I watched died at my house. Oh. <gasps> I told you about this, didn't I? Oh. That my dad's dog died on my watch. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking so now it's not just people anymore. Now it's pets too. Everyone's dying. It's just everyone. Oh my god! No, this happened. I didn't talk about this. No, it was fucking horrible. So he drops the dog off, and the dog, you know, had a little bit of a. Um, we knew he had some health issues. He was taking some medication. Unbeknownst to me, my 
dad did not disclose that the dog was sicker than that, you know, he could go at any time. So that would have been helpful information to have. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, What I was told is that we're just monitoring the situation. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I'd say monitoring. Monitor the situation. So if you look over and Rufus is laying there on the ground and you poke poke (laughs) him with your toe, the chances are he's probably dead. Oh, my God. So (laughs) the night before, he's acting really strange, and then he's throwing up after he's eating. And my dad's out of town, and I call him that Saturday morning, and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm not really sure, but he's still eating and drinking and going outside to the bathroom, so... You know, should I take him to the vet? He's like, no, he's probably just, you know, whatever. I'm like, okay. I go out to lunch with my friend. We're supposed to celebrate my birthday. Oh, yeah, birthday celebration. Nothing says birthday celebration like coming home to a dead dog. Yeah, well, thankfully it didn't quite happen like that. So we go for, (laughs) we go to get our, um, we go to like a little foot spa to get our, get a little massage. I'm like, can we stop back at the house? I want to check on him. And we come back and he's just like lethargic. And he usually jumps up when he sees her and goes crazy. And he's just like, hey. So we take him to the emergency vet, and they were very kind. And we, about 45 minutes later, the doctor comes in, and she's like, um, his heart stopped on the table. And I'm like, excuse me? Like, I thought he was sick. I thought, you know, I didn't know. We did. She goes, we've been resuscitating him for the last. I go, no, don't. You know, I call my dad, and we're like, don't. So the dog just fucking died. They're back there enacting a scene from ER where they're like, clear, poof, and they're, you know, blowing in his little snout, trying to, like, for, resuscitate him for you? It was $135 for him to resuscitate him for, like, 10 minutes. I'm like, we didn't like even... You, sh- even, you didn't ask. Like, you should have right, asked us. Right. Well, I guess you got to start right away. You can't, like, wait five minutes. That's true. Good point. So, who paid for that? Did your dad pay you back? Yeah. That's really sad. It, it was hard. And I was a mess because this dog was my mom's dog. So it's like... Oh, so shit. Like, and it was right three days before my birthday. So, like, talk about, like, ugh, it was tough. Yeah, but you my know somewhere, somewhere in heaven, your mom was, like, laughing her ass off, going, yeah, that's what happens. That's what, that's, I really, take care really of my dead dog. I find it interesting that you think that my mother would be laughing at my hysteria as I be with her as her dog dies on me. Do you remember how she treated you when she was, like, right before she passed? Yeah, she wasn't that nice to me. <laughs> but she's dead. My mom's dead, so she's That's true. They're supposed to be, be like in a, in a, yeah, in a better place. So, yeah, no, my mom's dog, Buddy, is not like knocking on death's door, but he... Um, so you don't think. I didn't think mine was either. I know. We'll see. Listen, my big thing about, about dog sitting, I don't care because he's a pretty low-key dog who mostly just sits in his crate. I've talked about Buddy before. He sits, sleeps in his crate all the time. He, that's all he does all day long. It's kind of a sad existence. However... He's got little short white hair, and it's everywhere. I don't think they ever brush him because his white hair is everywhere. But I got to tell you, my robot bitch, Hagatha, I was gonna say. has just been amazeballs. Our house is not covered in white hair because I've been running that bitch every day. Like today, I might do twice a day. I was going to get it going first thing this morning, but my son didn't put her back on the, uh, the charger right, so she's not charged. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set her going later. So listen, Did I we tell have you to what happened to me? What? You know how you go into the bathroom, the women's bathroom? I don't know if the men's bathroom is like this, but you go into the women's bathroom and they have the handicap stall and it's a bigger one, a bigger bathroom. Yeah, for a long time I had this thing where I never knew whether that was etiquette or not, like not to use those stalls, but I use those stalls because... I only use them. 
I totally use them, but I but there's that part of me that kind of feels like maybe the etiquette is to not because what happens if there's that like one percent chance that you are in the handicap stall and the person like an actual handicap person comes in and is waiting to use the stall? How many times does that happen to you? Well, never, but that's why okay. I keep, that's why I keep doing it. But you know what I won't do? So this this is my litmus test for knowing like that it's probably wrong and yet I do it anyway. Is that I won't do it at the airport. Well. I look at your boundaries because there's so many people there and I feel like people will judge me if I walk into the, but you know know what? what? I don't think I have either. Yeah. But I wanted to because they know at the airport that you have huge fucking luggage and you're got to go to the bathroom and those regular stalls in the airports are so small. Sometimes I literally have been like, trying to get my suitcase into that. Right. And then you can't, and then you can barely sit down and then you're like, wait, I got it in here, but now I can't like, cause sometimes in the back, in the stalls, the the doors swing inward towards the toilet and not out and not out. So like now you have your, you got your suit, you managed to get your suitcase in there, but now you can't get the door open. You can't swing the door open to get out. Yeah. Yeah. And even then. I still sometimes, unless I'm flying and it's like there's nobody around and it's kind of a ghost town, then I'll go in the in the handicap stalls at the airport. But for the most part, no, I do the or do the airport wrestle. I do the suitcase stall bathroom stall shuffle. Yeah, it's awful. So at this restaurant, it was the same kind of situation where the the individual stalls were really tiny, the kind that you like you got to like scoot sideways in and scoot sideways in, and then you got to close the door, and then you got to like close the door, then sit down. So I'm like, well, there's no one in the handicap stall. I'm going to go in there. So I go in there. I'm, you know, copping a squat. Number one or number two? It was number one. Number one. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) For those of the, not, you think number one and number two is universal? Because for those of us that don't live, the listeners that don't live in the United States, number one is to urinate. Number two is to defecate. Dude, number one and number two is an international language. Come on now. Yes, everybody knows number one and number two, but do they know number three? You think so? You think in like Spanish speaking companies, they're like numero uno. I gotta go uno, yeah. dos, uno, yeah. dos. Yeah, I gotta go drop ein, the kids off at the pool. Ein, whatever two is in German. Ein, dein, <laughs> sein is a sein, which is you know I'm half German, so you think I you know, would have. You it should know these things. That's right. No, they just say whatever the como se dice, uh, drop the kids off at the pool. Well, in any case, it was only urinating. Okay. But I'm sitting there, and the bathroom door from the outside opens, and as soon as it does, the door on my stall pops open. Mm. Now, the beauty of the handicapped stall is that it's a bigger stall. But the yeah. thing that didn't serve me well is that it's a bigger stall because I'm about three feet away from the door that's just wide open. And I'm yeah. like, at that crossroads of, do I get up? Do I sit down? Do I get up? Do I stay down? Do I get up? Do I stand up? And the woman walks by. Now, she doesn't know that there's anyone in the handicapped stall because the door's open, right? Sure. So she comes and she's like, oh. And I go, I'm sorry, like, like I did it on purpose. And she goes, you're safe. And I, I took a beat. And I'm like, oh, good thing we're both girls. And then I'm like, this is the most awkward conversation. And I'm a good little thing bit we're both girls. Who else would be in the women's restroom? I don't, I don't even know, but that was, so that was, well, it was my uncomfortable response to tell me, her telling me I'm safe. Did you lock eyes? <laughs> I'm not sure. I was a little, I was, but I, I 
heard I'm safe, and I'm like, safe from what? Like, should she have a machete? I mean, I would have been off of that toilet immediately. I don't care. I would have immediately, because that's happened to me before sometimes where the door kind of comes open, and you do that, like, um, if it's it's a lock, like, jiggles or whatever, and you can't can't reach it with your foot, where, like, sometimes if the lock is bad, I, I can't pee unless I know. So I'll, like, sometimes pee with my hand on the stall door or with my foot on the stall door. So that would have not, I would have immediately, when it popped up, I would have immediately, like, pinched off and shuffled over there to, to relock Richard, it. I was midstream. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I was midstream. So that wasn't an option. Ugh, In any case, I didn't know what I was safe from, and that's what had me more upset than anything else or disconcerned. I'm like, what I think she was trying to make you feel better. In any case. Because that's a I, super awkward situation. I mean, what was she supposed to say? Hmm, nice wax. What is that, a pie shape? <laughs> I really respect the fact that you have a nice pie. Nice pie. Nice landing what. strip. I beat a hasty retreat out of there, so I didn't lock eyes with her. Ever. No, she didn't, she didn't find you in the, in the diner, in the greasy spoon diner that you were in. So she could the lock two eyes of her face and the two eyes of her give you, Yeah, give you that knowing look where she goes, yeah. And, and, and in, in that knowing look, you can read, nice pie shape, nice pie. Oh, Keek, why do you take it to that place? (laughs) (laughs) In any case, it was a weird week last week because she didn't. It would have been even better if she had walked by your table and just like silently without saying a word, just give you a little nod and a knowing wink and like drop her her card for her waxing business on the table. Be like, here, you you need this. (laughs) Nice. Well, what if she would have come by my table and been like, next time lock the door, bitch. Like, what if she would have been like that, like aggressive? Although she did say I was safe. Hmm. I don't know. I really don't need to explore that any further other than that was quite embarrassing. Okay. But, so, you, so speaking of how weird last week was, so you know I'm a massage therapist, right? Um, yeah, that's I mean, your job. That's your, um, what's it called? What was the job, the spooning job, the cuddler? Oh, the cuddlist. Cuddlist, right. It's it was either going job. back into massage therapy, which is what you used to do when you were in California, or becoming a cuddlist. Well, and apparently I'm, you chose massage therapist, whatever, well, we're, which we're is still, not far from cuddlist. <laughs> great. This, that, that bodes well. Thank you. That bodes well. That's going to serve me wonderfully. Thanks for throwing Mike, that you have, a, you have a creepy massage therapy story? We've got to get into those because I'm sure you have some crazy ones, like farting on the table what? and... Well, yeah, that happens. That happens. And, uh, and or the little... ladies who the ladies who have so much makeup on their face that when they get off the face cradle, like their face is on the table. Can I tell you, I try so hard not to do that. Sometimes I go to my chiropractor and I go from work, and because they have those those tables where they put the little like pseudo toilet seat cover down for mm-hmm. your face, and uh, and you come up and like my mascara is everywhere. It's down your face. So when I go to get massages, like I try to schedule massages on the weekends, like when I have nothing else going on, because I'll go with no makeup on because that's the worst feeling in the world when you're just like getting the massage going, Oh my God, I'm going to look like a fucking raccoon when I get off this table. Right. And for me, it's not that I wear a lot of makeup. It's just the mascara. It's really hard to like not have mascara underneath your eyes when you have your face smashed in a toilet seat cover. That's such a pretty picture. Exactly. So anyway, so there's this guy and he, so I'm working for a clinic and there's this guy, he was my first, very first client. And I got to preface this by saying he's a nice man. Mm -hmm. There's something unusual about him. 
I'm sure he's harmless, <laughs> but for the sake of this story, I'm going to go there. Okay, so he's we've about, established he's a nice man and he's harmless, which means the story is about to get freaky. Yeah. Well, you just, yeah. This, that's your nice way of saying, <laughs> I'm about to say some shit about this guy. In the South, they just say, bless his heart. Listen, he was a pig, bless his heart. Right. So this is, okay, I'm going to preface this by saying, he's a nice man, bless his heart, but... Yeah, but, and, 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 he's probably about 6'2". Okay. He's kind of balding, he wears glasses, he has a coat on, his entire body is covered in dense patches of hair. Which does not bother me in the least. Oh, how do you massage somebody that has, like, lots of massage lotion? Oh, God. But it's interesting because it's almost like an exfoliation. So my hands were almost I raw when I was never. done. Because Why do you wear rubber gloves? That's not going to feel nice to the person getting a massage. Sure would. I don't, I don't like it when people massage me with gloves on or, you know, like when I get a pedicure and they're doing it. In any oh, case. Yes, I just, yeah, so, and pedicures, sometimes picture. they wear rubber gloves. I just, Alfred I can't get that. I mean, that's in my mind. I, um, hair. Well, okay. So he's kind of got a pear-shaped body, kind of like Alfred Hitchcocky. Wait, hang on. I got to go back to the hair for a minute. So when you you have to use like extra oil and stuff to massage, and you're massaging and you're getting friction. deep in there, does that does the hair? I'm assuming it's longish. Does it get tangled? Because you're like rubbing and you're rubbing in circular motions. It doesn't tangle. No, it doesn't usually get tangled, but I usually end up with a lot of hair on me, you know, from it pulling out. <laughs> your, your ex-husband was a massage therapist. You've had to, you know this. I, I don't think, we never really talked about it. He didn't come home and tell, like, war stories for massage. How was your day at work? Well, this one guy. Yeah. He would occasionally tell me, like, you know, Oh, your muscles store, you know, my, my client cried on the table because your muscles store memories. Yeah. And, you know, I sometimes cried. when you're really getting deep in there, it, it like releases emotions and releases stuff. He told me about that. And he did tell me about this one gal that he massaged that he was like, I swear to God, Keek, I, she had zero muscle tone. She was thin and like had a nice body. But I, he said, I've never massaged anyone who literally it was like jello. There was no muscle tone whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like a 35-year-old woman, that she, you know, in shape. And, I mean, I, obviously she never exercised. But so, I mean, he would tell me stuff like that, but he never would come home and be like, dude, this guy was like, he had a coat of hair on him. Or not yeah, to my no, knowledge. So that anymore. happens. That happens. I could but never so, be a massage therapist. I could never do it. Never. Um, I, I, last time I was getting a pedicure, I was looking at the woman going, I can never give pedicures either. The shit that you must see on people's fucking freaky feet. Yeah, well, and and... I, ironically, that's where we're going. And I love feet. I'm a Pisces. Oh. Pisces feet are our sign. I mean, our body part. I love feet. And feet have all the uh, nerve endings. So it's really great. If I am like have a backache and all I can get mm. is someone to rub my feet, I'll be so happy. I've had women who, when they've massaged me or men, whatever, when they've massaged me and they know pressure points really well and they know how to do those types of massages, I've had people work on my feet before and have it open up all sorts of stuff. There was one woman... She was hitting all sorts of pressure points, and it was like I had the biggest gas after. That was the one in Italy where I went to Ischia. That ah. I had so much gas after because she was like, "Don't go in the pool for half an hour, and don't do this, and don't do that, and you're gonna, you have some, you know, do you have some intestinal issues?" I'm like, "No," but I did after. She unlocked something, and it was like, "Oh my god, I was so gassy for like an hour." 
Wow, she must have rubbed it down by your ankle area, down by the bottom of your feet. In I have any no case, idea. yeah. So I'm massaging this guy, and we're the only ones there. Oh, mm-hmm. and I forgot to mention, he has a voice like this. He talks oh, like Tiny Tim. So he's a really big guy, but he talks like this. And he's hairy. Yeah, so it's quite an anomaly. He's got a lot of stuff working against him. I think he lives at home. Oh, shit. Yeah, he does. Pretty sure he lives at home. With his mom um, and a bunch uh-huh, of cats. I think with his parents. So. What was his name? Frank. Frank. We'll call him Frank. Okay. Frank. So I'm done massaging Frank, and I want to get out of there. You know, I'm done yeah. for the night. And you need to hose off all that hair. <laughs> <laughs> so he says to me, he lifts his head up, and I said, it was a pleasure working on you, Frank. I always say that to people, you know, the pleasure working on you. You're welcome. Thank you. And he so lifts much. his head up really, from the, the really face cradle. And he goes, would you mind walking on my feet? And I'm like, pardon me? Yeah, would you just, if you, don't, if you feel comfortable with it. So he was playing up to ask me if I felt comfortable with it. Um, if, you, if, it's, if you feel comfortable, could you massage my feet and I, I walk on my feet? And I'm like, um. Because didn't you already uh, massage his feet? I did. Yeah. So I would have said, yeah, I massaged your feet already. Got to go. I, Hours I do, up. Yeah. I go, and his time was up. And I go, what exactly do we do? And he goes, well, I'll, I'll lay on the floor with a blanket and a pillow, and then you just, you walk on my feet. And I'm like, I, you know, this guy's a longtime client. Just the night before, my boss said to me, hey, has Frank ever asked you to walk on it, you know, to do something with his feet? And I'm like, no. And then I'm like, that bastard, he just jinxed me. He knew, and he didn't give you a warning. He didn't give you a heads up. Did you say something to him afterwards? Like, what the fuck? Why didn't you tell me? Give me a heads up. I called him on the phone, and I'm like, fuck you, dude. I totally did. That's exactly what I said to him, too, because he's a friend of mine. Fuck you and your fucking freaky foot fetish Frank that you unleashed on me without giving me any sort of a heads up. Loving. Freaky freaky foot fetish Frank. Say that sometimes fast. He should have given you a heads up about that shit. Right? He goes, yeah. I'm like, he should have what? He should have given you a heads up about that shit. Oh, yeah. So, and I, and so I go, okay, well, I'll step out of the room, and I'm, like, a little, like, disconcerted. I'm, you know, I'm a little, uh, you know, not sure what's going on here. So I... Because you were at, you didn't go to his house. You were at the place. I was at work. Yeah, I was at the clinic. So... And were so, there other people there? No, I said that. Were you not listening? Were you, you were really disturbed by the hair that you just didn't, didn't hear that, did you? Yeah, you I blacked out for a minute. You so, were there alone with Freaky yeah. Foot Freddish Frank, who yeah. you'd never massaged before. I did. He was my very first client when I started working there eight months ago. So this was your second time massaging him? Yeah. So he puts the blanket on. He, we have moved the massage table. He puts the blanket on the floor and the pillow, and he lays face down. And I take my shoes off, but I have my socks on. He goes, no, it's, it's going to be better, and you won't slip. If you take your socks off, and I'm like, okay. No, this is creepy. I think this is creepy because it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, now touch yourself. Now dance for me. (laughs) (laughs) So I start walking on his feet with my feet. When they start giving you you direction, it's like, yeah, dance for me. Do it like that. Yeah. Sure. Sure, he's going to start shooting. He's going to take his gun out and start to shoot bullets at my feet to make me dance. No, so I start walking on his feet like, like kitty paws where it's like I'm, gnarling and gnarling. Did you have to tweak his nipples while you were doing it? (laughs) (laughs) No. It was face down. So I'm I'm like, I'm like, am I doing this right? (laughs) Classic. 
Kika's, you know, we see each other when we do this, and Kika's twisting her fingers like she's twisting nipples. No! <laughs> so, um, so I say oh to him, God. you know, like, how long do you, I need to do this for? And he goes, oh, just a couple minutes. And I go, because I'm, someone's waiting for me at, you know, at 8.30. I have someone waiting at home for me. Right. If, they, I'm, if like, I'm not there, they're going to know it, something's happened. I did. That's why I said that, because I wanted him to know that should something untoward happen to me, that there would be people looking, right? So come on now. Your spidey senses had to have been going off for you to be like, yeah, no, I have someone waiting for, for me. You had sure to have like was... thought that there was that, like that brief, for that brief moment, you had to have thought like something, some shit could go down. Like he could I have not a know. machete in his pocket. A, yeah. I'm just like, okay, so there's no one here. Is he going to like drag me out of here, cut my head off and fuck my skull? I mean, what's going to happen? <laughs> what is going to, what's going to happen? My ears, is he going to, what is so going to. We went from, bless his heart, Frank, he's really sweet. To, I didn't know if he was going to fucking cut my head off and fuck I my know. skull. No idea. <laughs> None. But at the same time, so while that's going through my head, while I'm stepping That's some under, dark shit. Yeah. Okay, I get it. But while I'm stepping on his feet and doing that, there's a part of me that's like creeped out and scared a little bit. And a then part? He... More than fucking part would have been creeped out and scared. You're there alone. What time of day was it? Night. It was oh, no. 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 I would have been like, you know what? We're done. You had your time. Your hour is up. It's going to take me at least 15 minutes to wash all of your hair out of my body. Out of my body. I got to go. I got to go. So I'm what I'm. I can't what, handle your freaky foot fetish right now. I know. So, but as I'm doing it, at the same time that I'm creeped out, the other part of me is like, God, I bet this feels good. Like having body pressure, full weight pressure. Oh sure, I've had my feet massaged before. I mean, a foot massage is awesome, but no, I'm talking about actually having someone step on your feet. And then he says to me, he goes, you know, so and so, you know, uh, Joan and Sarah, they do this for me. Like he's trying to make me feel better. You know, Joan and Sarah have done this for me before. You know, uh, Sarah does time massage. And like, and Joan and Sarah, Joan disappeared two months ago. <laughs> Nobody knows what happened to her. And Sarah, like, quit, filled her car up with gas and drove until started until she started a new life. Like, right. you know, yeah. she drove until she ran out of gas. That's what no, that thing is. Fuck that her. joke up. Yeah, no. <laughs> so then he, he flips over, and then I'm walking on the front of his feet, too. Uh-oh. So I did it for a couple minutes, and I'm like, Okay, I'm, I'm good, Frank. How does this work? He's like, okay, great. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate you doing that. He better have given you a good tip. He gave me a $20 tip. Yeah. So, yeah. And so then Is I that good? Up, I don't know. Is that good in, yeah, in massage therapy, man? Yeah. I'm drinking my hour. smoothie. That's, that's a, good for, a good tip for an hour. But, um, so I, like... Did he leave it on the nightstand? No, he, so he got up and he put his shoes on and he went to the front and I gave him a glass of water, which is what we do. And he goes, all right, I'm just going to sit here and drink my water. And I'm like, my eyes just bugged out because I'm like, Lee, I really want you to go. Because now I feel yeah. dirty and I need to shower. You need to go. Well, I, mean, I want to change the sheets and get things out. But yet I'm kind of afraid to leave him up front by himself. I don't know. Is he going to come with a, like a pillowcase and shove it over my head and asphyxiate me? I'm like, I have no idea what's going to happen. But I think he gets picked up. And, and the irony oh, is... Oh, this story is just getting sadder and sadder. You think his mom comes and gets him? <laughs> <laughs> he gets in the that, car and she that goes... That was a speculation. Did she do it? Did you find one who'd actually do it for you? And then if he didn't, she would reprimand him. What's the matter with you? Can't you ask for what you want? Yeah, like fucking psycho. 
Yeah. I, yeah, so then I He lives left. at home, but his mom's carcass is in the basement. That's what I'm thinking, that she's like propped up in bed with, you know, a kerchief on her head and her glasses on her, you know, the bridge yeah. of her nose. And then he sits down on the ground and he just puts his feet up against hers and like rubs his feet. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't because they're mummified. They'd probably fall apart. Yeah, oh God! This is just getting grosser. Next time, wanna, next time you have Frank as a client, it's going to be really hard for you to keep a straight face and not start giggling or be completely skeeved out. Well, if his mom was mummified in the bed, do you know how long her toenails would be? Yeah, maybe he, that's good. It's a nice like scratch. Have you ever had anyone just like gently scratch your back? Not with their toenails. <laughs> I, you know what? That happened to me one time. I was in bed with someone, and their toenail like literally cut my leg. Yeah, that happens. I'm it's like, dude, hazard. Can we shave the talons the next time you get up, come over here, please? Okay, so he he left, and I called my boss, and I was just like, fuck you. You set you set you set the universe on this path for me. And then I worked with the lady the next day, and I wasn't going to gossip because I didn't, you know I knew I was going to talk about the show, but he's anonymous, and no one knows where I work and what sure. I do. But um, I told I, this woman who I was working with the next day, she says, hey, have you ever massaged Frank? And I'm like, my eyes got big. I go, yeah, why? She goes, I'm seeing him on Saturday. He just got a massage for me on Thursday. Oh, so shit. I think he kind of like doesn't have a girlfriend and just has the gals give him love, nurture him. Gross. <laughs> That's what cuddlists are for. He needs <laughs> to go right. to a cuddlist. <laughs> I should refer him to a cuddlist. Just still make eye contact. Like the chick from the diner, don't make eye contact. Just put a silently put a card down for a cud list and just you know tap tap his hand and then walk away. And I forgot to mention that he doesn't look you in the face when he talks to you. Of course he doesn't because he's asking you to do freaky porn shit to his feet. I did not do freaky. Oh, okay. I think we. He's like, please, can I just put one of my toes inside your vagina? Ah! <laughs> Have you ever been toe fucked? Um, no. <laughs> Listen, if you were going to stick with your story, I was not going to, like, call you on it. But I'm like, come on. Come on. So, do you, yeah, probably. Yeah, I have. But that's listen. what you wanted to do? I don't know. Ew. Have you ever had your toes sucked? Of course. Fuck. Now, that's some awesome shit. It's been a long time, but I remember back in my, you like, 20s. Tell dude. Back in my 20s. Well, I don't know that's my thing anymore. I just remember being back in my 20s where, like, we'd be in a, in a jacuzzi. The next thing you know, your toes are in somebody's mouth, and you're like, oh, that actually feels really good. Do you know how disgusting hot tub water is? And you're well, going to put... It boiled my toes. I didn't put anybody's toes in my mouth. That's gross. But if you want to suck mine, I mean, that... I remember it's the first hot. time that ever happened to me, I was like, holy fuck, that is hot. It is hot. It is really hot. I told you there's nerve endings at the end of, on your feet. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The shit that you do when you're young. Now, then when you get older, you're like, nah, I'm good. Let's just, can we just, you know. Yeah, yeah that's not my story. So get I guess to the you're business. old. Because I'm not old. I'm you know, no. older than 20. I still, right, like having, I still like having, I'm a foot person, so. You still like having a good toe suck? Absolutely. When was the last time you had your toes sucked? <laughs> Recently, you know that I don't talk about things that happened in the last two years. Which means that it's happened in the last two years. 
uh, I would. Okay, so we know how fun my dating life was last year. So you've got to imagine yeah. it's. You've got to imagine it's happened in the last year. Toe sucking. <laughs> yeah, I just let's just say that it's been recent, more recent than not recent. The last, I'm pretty sure the last time I had my toes sucked, there was a two in front of my age. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No. Mm. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. My dude would do it in a heartbeat, but it's not on the. For- I'm not really a foot fetish person. It's not on the forefront of my mind. It's, it's not on my forefront of my mind to be like, hey, can I stick my toe in your mouth? And it's by the not- way, can you put your big toe in my side, my vagina? Right. <laughs> and wiggle. Could you please wiggle it? See, I don't. See, that was the one thing. It's one thing to have the feet brushed there and kind of. I can't say that I've ever had a toe inserted in my vagina, because then you have to start going. No, that's dirty. I'm just messing the, with you. I, I haven't done that because that, I, I find that a little dirty and gross. Yeah, I would have to, as much as I like feet, I'd have to make sure that everything was like cut and clean because the last thing I want is to get like a UTI because someone's toe jam is, was in my vagina. Right. How did we turn down this road? I don't know. Hold the toe jam in the vagina, please. <laughs> Ew! You go for your to, to your gyne. So uh, you've got some. I mean, usually it's this kind of bacteria, but I've never seen this kind of bacteria before. Yeah. Yeah. I had, um, some guy literally walked on my vagina. I'm just, beg pardon. <laughs> yeah, you come again. What? I'm sorry. Um, you know, you say you're having an irritation at your vagina. I I've gone and examined you, and there's this. I pulled out this wad I of black lint. I found a hangnail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fond of, um, did you, by any chance, did you put a sock inside of you? Because I find this lint. No, nope, now I'm grossed out. Now I'm grossed out. Listen. All right, well, then I guess it's a good place to end. Leave I got to go anyway. listeners on that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was, honestly, it was the weirdest uh, massage request I've ever had. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah, it is. Did your boss at least, when you called your boss to ream him out for it, did he say, yeah, sorry about that. I should have given you a heads up, but I didn't think that you would massage no, him he, if you knew he had a freaky foot fetish? No, he, um laughed uncontrollably mm-hmm. yeah no empathy nice. whatsoever yeah nice all right you guys listen it was so great sharing this time with you i'm so glad we had this time together yeah we'll talk to you soon next time yeah. spring has sprung i know it's actually nice here it's like 70 but then it's going down to like 49 tomorrow so i'm going to get my hiney out there and get Just some walking done mm-hmm. bye guys talk, talk to you later bye Someone who's clean with a dirty mind